0: everyone and welcome back to another episode of bedrock city presents uncanny universe podcast and on this week's episode we are talking about prey the prequel uh from the the newest entry in the predator franchise and if you're worried about spoilers <laughs> don't worry we'll get to that uh, we, we won't review it till the end of the show but we're gonna go ahead and get this thing going hey everyone this is dylan and i'm michael that's right so don't worry about spoilers we're gonna do news first as always if you're a newbie don't worry predators at the end if you want to skip to that, it's about forty minutes in, figure it out. It's close enough. Um, but anyway, Dylan, what'd you find this week?
1: All right. So last week um, we talked about how Batgirl was canceled. You remember nope. the big drama? Forgot all about it. And we <laughs> we were anticipated the uh, the big Warner Brothers Discovery investor call meeting, which was yes. last Thursday. And um, I think a lot of people heard that that was coming, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna hear about the cancellations and." What else is going to be canceled, you know? Um, but mm-hmm. the reality is these investor meetings are like only the good news because it's it's for yeah. the investors and it's right. telling them how great they're doing and how bright the future is, you know? So we're not going to get like too many details on other cancellations and stuff like that, you know? Right. But we did get, there were, uh, you know, a lot of juicy details of this one. Zaslav, who is the discovery guy who now owns... Or took over uh, organizing the Warner Media. He did the presentation, and he seemed like a very nice guy. Okay. Um, you know, he seemed really cool, except for, you know,
0: canceling let's back not role. forget
1: how how ruthless he is. You know, with he's making big money moves. Let's just say that. I mean, he's not like he's not like a sweet man.
0: He's is that a big money move though? Like, I feel like it's just stupid canceling a ninety million dollar finished project.
1: Um. Well, apparently they first. There was some kind of like paperwork thing where they got to not write it off as a loss on their since they took over It's something with Warner oh. Brothers. and it was like there were tax reasons for okay. Why they they're did like,
0: it. hey, this sucks, and we don't have to take credit for it. so we're not gonna take the l on releasing this movie that is not good. So just throw it away,
1: yeah. apparently, they were able to recoup like twenty five thousand or something like that from it, um, okay, yeah, but. Uh, the he he basically had a quality over quantity um mission that he went over. Um, he was talking about the he he they're really pivoting from the HBO release everything at once situation now. They're doing the going back to the more traditional theatrical release, okay. Um, which is a trick trickle down basically. What he's talking about, what he what he described is that is if you make movies a premiere event viewing you know at the theater then once it goes on um streaming it's more valuable than if you do it both at the same time because right. there's been months of people talking about it and and to, and wanting to see it again if they already saw it in theaters and I definitely understand that you yeah, know
0: absolutely I mean I,
1: I see the value and I like for consumers I like the releasing them both at the same time thing but I could see where you could make more money the other way you know
0: well yeah i mean it's like back in the day when the physical release uh well well well, just when physical media was a bigger deal um when the went back years ago when the window was much larger or farther apart i should say you would have this huge renewed excitement because oh man it's been out of theaters for six months and here it is it's finally on video or dvd or you know whatever and you just don't You don't get that anymore. Not to be an old man of oh, you didn't back in my day, but um, I'm not saying it's better one way or the other. But financially, it's got to be better the old way. Like yeah, for sure. But I don't know if I don't know if you can walk. Can you? I don't know if you can walk back that window though.
1: Well, I think everyone else pretty much has, and they're like, they're gonna try it too. So we'll see. His uh, his. He said it would be theatrical, then DVD, then video on demand, then pay-per-view TV, then broadcast, and then licensing, which is on a streaming surface. Oh, wow. So it's going to be a while till you see something um, come out on HBO Max, you know? Oh, like, It's not going to be the theater, then 45 days on uh, streaming, even. I think it's going to be more. Cool, um, so
0: rip to HBO Max, then?
1: Jeez. Well, he said uh, we're not making any more movies for HBO Max, basically, for streaming. Uh, okay. Okay. And we're already seeing that. I mean, this isn't something we have to wait for cuz Elvis, the big Warner Brothers movie just came out on like iTunes video on demand. Right. Today. So I think like a few months ago that would have gone to HBO Max when it came out at home, you know. Oh, of course, and, in addition to video on demand, but you can only pay like 20 bucks for it right now. So it's kind of back to basics. If you want to watch
0: Elvis, right. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I guess we'll have to see how successful they are at this is that are there any other big studios that are that are doing that as well right now
1: i mean disney is still putting things on disney plus um but a lot of the other studios like universal and stuff are just kind of following the traditional model too they tried the they tried the streaming thing really quickly and i think maybe it didn't work out and now that now that theaters are doing a bit better there's right. not as much of like an urgency to like recoup some money you know and like offer it immediately to people who don't want to go to the theater Mm -hmm. but which is unfortunate for people who still aren't going but um i guess i'll see it eventually i don't know
0: (laughs) yeah i mean i think at this point like if you're still holding out on going to the theater like i don't think it's going to get much safer because it's really i don't think i think we're going to be living with covid and adjacent things for a long time so like i think at this point it's it's either you're going or you're not um, i think it is what it is now
1: you're right, right. The, i mean the last holdouts probably aren't gonna come back
0: right exactly um and i'm I'm no judgment there because i'm, I'm with you yeah. right? i still wear the mask at the movie theater i'm about it um but yeah i think that's sort of where we're at with that yep
1: um and he did cover some dc stuff too he said, uh, we're gonna protect the, the DC brand. And he said it's gonna take as long as it takes to get stuff out. Um and what okay. he what he said, he this is the quote. He said, You look at Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, these are all brands that are known everywhere in the world. Uh, we have done a reset. We've reconstructed the business where we are going to focus, uh, where there's going to be a team with a 10 year plan focusing on just on DC. We believe we can build a much more sustainable business. It's very similar to the structure, Alan Horn. Bob Iger and Kevin Feige put together uh, very effectively at Disney we think they can build a much stronger sustainable growth business out of DC so they're clearly well, trying to mirror the Marvel brand yeah like, absolutely literally said it you know like
0: based on what Feige did but um, I mean it's a good plan I guess sh- sure but didn't isn't that what they tried to do previously Um,
1: yes but that was under Zack Snyder who they gave basically all the creative control to which so is, I'm not of sure if mistake. they've had like a real shot at that. <sighs> and they, it was a little rushed before I thought, cause it was like, Justice League was like the third movie, you know, it was, it was very quick, you know, the right. big event, event movie. I'm hoping they, I don't know. <sighs> I'm hoping they just make good movies that are tied together loosely in continuity. And that's like what it is. Just
0: somewhat, right? <laughs> That's yeah, just a little bit of continuity. It doesn't have to be or yeah. I mean, also or not or none in continuity.
1: I just don't like the both like confusing what's canon, what's why is this actor in this and this and you know like exactly. Anyway, I'm sure they'll fold in Joker uh, into it soon. Um,
0: Speaking of, no, we'll see. Yeah. But
1: um, the new uh, the the news service is uh, gonna merge HBO Max and Discovery Plus. They're gonna combine. They're gonna have an ad free and ad light. Oh,
0: and, I didn't see that.
1: Yeah. Um, when does that it's, start? It's summer twenty twenty three for the U S. Okay, so a while got
0: a year? Yeah. Why does it take so long?
1: I think there's probably contracts that have to run oh. through, like things that are Discovery Plus only and HBO only, and okay, that know, makes sense. Um, they, you gotta wait for stuff, but I thought it was funny. There's an ad free ad light and ad only version, which some of their slides were kind of weird. Like what's ad only? Like, no, like to be, no, no shows. It's only ads. Oh yeah. Only ads. I want that. I want the ad, for the ad only one. Just show um, me your
0: cool advertisements.
1: Yeah. Um, so Michael, I'm, I don't want to be like a snob. Okay. I'm a little, I'm a little against this. Okay. But, okay. Like, I'm just picturing watching an HBO show and like a Claritin ad and like during like (laughs) the Sopranos or like Game of Thrones or something. Oh my God.
0: Can you imagine? I just like the disrespect.
1: It does hurt a little bit to have like the premium content have like ads in it, which I know they're going to do, you know? Of course. Well, unless you pay for the. Yeah, which I will. But the, the free, the free version with ads
0: that is is like, that's going to be hella the amount, ads. The amount of disrespect by putting a Claritin ad in his, in The Sopranos. <laughs> you, you know, gonna line, like I'm, that. I'm offended. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn it on get get my State Farm ad.
1: Literally. And it's going to be like Hulu where it's the same ad every commercial. Oh god. Um, but okay, they have an investor day which is at the end of the year which is I assume where they'll announce actual new stuff but this was they're still just cleaning house like Starting sure, yeah. to get the wheels turning, but
0: we'll know more soon. I don't know. As, I want to say about about the ad supported stuff. You know what I appreciate about things like Tubi, like the mm. that is only ad supported and it's a lot smaller, is that the ads are varied and I've never seen them anywhere else. They're always just like, what the hell is this an ad for? I've never even heard of this product. You know, they're, I like, I that. mean, they're not like interesting ads or anything. It's just like, I don't even. This is an app that is never going anywhere. They can only afford to advertise on Tubi. But you know what? At least it's something different rather than saying a DraftKings ad for the 700th time. You know? Yeah. I can't stand that. Yeah. I wish you could curate your ads and be like, I don't watch sports. Don't do it. You know, don't give it to me. So, so DraftKings is infecting wrestling now, which is annoying. Like, so now they're all, you can use DraftKings on wrestling. So... Therefore, they're advertising on AEW pretty heavily, and they're even sponsoring some of the shows. So it's like, man, get out of here, DraftKings, gross. You tired of it? Um. So
1: when they canceled Batgirl,
0: there was some damage
1: control. Yeah, you know when you have a really bad headline, you got to put out one to kind of steal the attention, of course. And that came in the form of the Joker Two or Joker Folie à Yes, of course. <laughs> uh, confirmation. It was a little teaser. Um, It basically had silhouettes of Joaquin Phoenix and Lady Gaga, and he tweeted it, she tweeted it, you know, everyone tweeted it, it confirmed that it's coming out October 4th, 2024. Um, (laughs) Sure. We still don't know who she's playing, though it's safe to assume it's Harley, you know, like... I have no idea what you're talking about, that is impossible. Who else would you hire
0: Lady Gaga for, but... um, Catwoman. I don't... I mean... Batman. Batman only has two girl characters. Yeah. Poison Ivy. Oh, that's not true. fine. Yeah, but yeah, come no on. They, they're going to be a live action movie. It's Catwoman and Harley. Yeah, you're right. I would love an Ivy at some point, though, but it's Harley. Let's be it's real. Ha- yeah, it is. If, if it's not Harley, I'll eat my hat. Like, that's not happening. Yeah,
1: well, anyway, we have a we have a while till this happens, but I, I, hope- I love
0: that it's confirmed for October in two years. Can they really, truly know that? Like, that's what they're shooting for. I mean, back in the day,
1: things would set really far away release dates, and that would happen. Like, you do
0: what you right. need to do to make your release
1: date. But, like, I feel like COVID has opened the door for things to just kind of change on a whim now. Right. Like, remember how reliable it used to be? Like, yes, how shocking it was when, like, Dark Phoenix changed its state, and now it's like, whatever.
0: We'll see yeah, how it comes Yeah, things out. move all the time. Now we're It's coming- like video games oh well the yeah the exact opposite video games shift like all the time yeah that's
1: what i mean movies are like those now it's like
0: whatever sure i i i have so many gamestop t-shirts with incorrect dates on them because they, they were initially billed at one thing the most the 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 best one i have is a red dead red, uh, red dead redemption first one t-shirt and it's like a year and a half off it's great why do they do that um, just to sell pre-orders and that's it no because they no because they like that's a, they really think they're going to be done and then they realize that their game they isn't can't. done and isn't shippable
1: they can't michael there's no way <laughs> every game th- every game gets delayed almost
0: that's true why yeah, maybe it is just that? marketing
1: like maybe is it you can't sell a pre or it's easier to sell a pre-order game if they have some kind of tangible if date where out they think they'll get it
0: in a certain amount of
1: time right do people cancel pre-orders when... This is really irrelevant, but no. do they cancel
0: it when the date um, changes? No, generally not. Hmm. Um, Actually, no. People would roll it over to something else. Like, oh, well, this got pushed back a year. Let me roll that $5 over to something else. Interesting. That would happen a lot, yeah.
1: Well, Welcome knows, to the GameStop It's
0: the world we live in now. Yes. Welcome to movies.
1: Okay, so, um, Eternals. Uh, Patton Oswalt um he was doing an interview with uh i don't know abc news or something you know somebody some kind of morning so um oswald and he uh basically confirmed that there's an eternals okay. 2 happening i don't know he seemed to think that they announced that at comic-con even though they didn't okay he said quote they have announced that there's going to be an eternal sequel and chloe Zhao is going to direct it so hopefully there will be more adventures with starfox and pip um But nothing of the sort has been said, (laughs) so it's kind of confusing. Either he's ill informed, or he lets something slip that that he shouldn't have. What What do you think is more?
0: I think it's more likely that he's just making or just he he got confused.
1: Yeah, I think maybe because you know how they like work on a movie; they start working on it until yeah, they're they're working uh, on it,
0: quote unquote. yeah, Yeah,
1: like early talks for a movie, like.
0: Pre pre production, yeah, trying
1: to get like you know the deal signed with Chloe Zhao and the actors and see if you can get all your ducks in a row before you actually like announce the movie and start working on it in earnest. I think it might be in that stage, and right, because of course they're talking about it, yeah. Well, right, it's not a given. I mean, the movie underperformed so much that like people seemed maybe it wouldn't happen, but it would be the first Marvel movie basically to have no sequel. um, So I think it's more likely that they'll do a sequel and course correct and maybe feature less characters and have some MCU tie-ins and make it yeah. more of a draw for people, you know? Cause I
0: mean, we really liked it, but yeah, but it's clear why
1: it didn't do well, you know? Right. So I think they're going to add in some other stuff, you know, maybe a Thanos, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Just make it more of a uh, yeah. draw.
0: No, or just Thanos himself, you know.
1: I mean, that's what I mean. It could take it takes place all over time. I don't know. It's Star Fox's brother. Bring him back. Um, okay. Sorry. Uh I'm getting distracted. Ironheart. The show. Yes. So we got some um, you know, set photos. Uh and so the casting announcements are coming out basically before they get leaked. Yeah. Um, and this one I'm very interested in. Um, I know a lot of listeners might not be familiar, but um, they added an uh, an actress named Shea Coulee. Um She is from, she's a famous drag queen. She's from oh, RuPaul's really? Drag Race. Uh, all She won uh, All Stars, which is like where like the best of the best come back. And sure. uh, she was most recently on the All winter season. Oh, um, So this anyway, is a big
0: name in the community.
1: Yeah, she's a huge, she's a huge name. And she's like really, nice. really good. Um, I, she, she's not an actress. I mean, there's an element of acting, obviously, to being a drag queen. But there's she's a, not it's like a, a, a. There's a
0: performer. She's a performer, not necessarily an actor, right.
1: right? Yeah, but there's no like. Um, I don't think she has like movie or TV credits other than Drag Race. But um, it's fine. Everyone wants to know about her. She's really good. Uh, it's gonna be fantastic. Whatever it is, I I hope it's like a, not just like a. Oh, her sassy friend kind of role or something right. like that. Like I'm hoping it's something substantial that ties into the story. I'm sure it will be, but there's a lot to look forward to with Ironheart. Show. I think everyone's going to be more excited for this once we meet her in Black Panther November. You know, it's yes. coming up. Yes, I I Very mean, soon.
0: I I think anybody who's read the comics or is clued into comics just in general is already kind of excited for Ironheart. So I th- I'm ready Agreed. for the ready for the casuals to. uh <laughs> to see what we're all excited about. You know what I mean? The people that don't read a lot of comics, you know, like, right, and just yeah. sort of watch the movies, which is a totally valid way to experience uh, this, this culture, you know? So,
1: yeah. You, they just have to get hype a little bit later than yep. some people, you know?
0: And that's totally but cool.
1: November not too far away. You'll meet her soon. Um, speaking of things that are, well, this is actually really far away. The <laughs> MCU X-Men movie is coming at some point. And uh Sure.
0: I mean, yeah, yeah, but yeah, who knows? John um,
1: Carlo Esposito, he's the actor from uh The Boys and Breaking yes.
0: Bad and Mandalorian, and yeah, or B- Our, our,
1: our I... elevator ride,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, we did. We did ride an elevator with him.
1: Yeah. Um, in Dallas, he he's he did an interview with someone talking about um things he's in talks for and uh he said he's met with people at marvel about um magneto dr freeze i think he's a little you know he's obviously not like a huge fan but that's fine um i love dr freeze yeah (laughs) he said there's been talk of what else are they talking over oh doom and he said and then there's professor x and then I said, can you pick one that you'd like to do most? And he said, I'd like to go for something that's a little bit different. I'm gonna go and put it out in the universe that it's Professor X. So he wants to play Professor X.
0: I would uh, I'm gonna actually be all right with that, that
1: Marvel might be interested in it. You'd I'd like to okay go with that.
0: Yeah, I think that's I think that's decent casting. Yeah,
1: I'd like to see him in not like a straight up villain
0: role. Right. He does that yeah. all the time, you know? Right. Like I I mean he would be good as Doom, but like it's that's like so obvious. Like yeah. I like I like that Professor X. I think it's good he's a great actor i'm I'm up for it
1: yeah i think that'd be really good that's a good fit because professor x isn't all that nice you know he's kind of like a jerk as well so absolutely that'd be a good layered role for him to seek his teeth into but
0: that's all i got all right well let's hear about that live sale
1: i bet you didn't know that we host a weekly live streaming comic sale Dust off your old Facebook account or borrow your grandma's login and join us every Wednesday night from 7 to 9 p.m. central. Bedrock City is the only verified blue check comic store on Facebook, meaning we're better than everyone else. It also means that we're trusted to bring you brand new quality key issues, comic bundles, variants, and more every week at super affordable prices. Even if you've already spent all your money on Fortnite skins like me, you can still join just to hang out and chat comics with Kevin Austin and me. For all the details not covered here, or if your auditory processing disorder didn't allow you to comprehend anything I just said, head over to bedrockcity.com slash live to read all the
0: details. Hashtag Adam. And we are back. And before we get to my news, we're going to do our picks of the week. I am going to go first, and I'm going with Predator number one from Marvel. Surprise, surprise, as huh. we are reviewing Prey in about 15 minutes or so. Um, this is the new one, finally back. Um, well, I say finally back um here in the marvel uh, imprint and because they haven't had a really good predator ongoing series for a long time uh and this one is written by ed brisson so um i didn't read it today it, i was checking in books today but all the covers are awesome and the art in- on, on the art on the interior is really cool and i think predator okay so i'll get to this later i'm not a huge predator fan but i think in general, the con- like the whole concept of Predator works really well in a serialized format like this. So okay. I'm, I'm about it. I think Predator also would work better as a TV show than it would a movie, generally speaking. So that's just my take on that. So cool. I think this is awesome. So, about
1: it. I'm looking forward to reading it, too. Um, I'm picking one. It's called Love Everlasting.
0: Oh, yeah. That has great covers, too.
1: Yeah. It's a, a new image book Um, written by Tom King who i love um and it's basically about a a woman named joan peterson and she's stuck in like a 40s style romance comic it's not clear exactly what's going on it's kind of a mystery but it says he's trapped in an endless cycle a problem to be solved amanda mary and every time she falls in love she disappears into another teary saga her bloody journey to freedom starts with this breathtaking groundbreaking first issue. So I'm it's like, a, it I like that a, premise.
0: It sounds a bit like inspired by crossover, right? Like um, real life going in, getting trapped into a comic to some extent. Yeah,
1: like Westworld or something like yeah, that.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds cool. I like that premise though, so I'm excited. Definitely. Um. So let's get to my news. I don't have too much this week. So Dylan, do you remember a few weeks back I covered... Um, the new RPG from Cubicle 7 called Doctors and Daleks, the fifth Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition version of Doctor Who. Yes. And I talked about how annoying that is and how everything has to have a 5e component. Right. Well, What'd you do? uh, Free League is putting out Lord of the Rings 5th edition, um, (laughs) which, okay. So again, so first of all, this already exists. It's called Adventures of Middle-earth 5th edition. It exists. I own it. I have it in my in my closet um, now. Granted, Cubicle Seven does not have the li- the license to print that anymore, um, but it was made while I was at Bedrock, so it within the last eight years. Right? Oh, okay. So not that old. Um, and there is an existing Lord of the Rings game that is very good called the One Ring RPG uh, from Cubicle Seven. Hmm. So this is from Free League, and this is going to be uh, according to. Uh, um, Alex Clippinger from Free League Publishing. Um, this isn't an update of Cubicle Seven's Adventures of Middle Earth. Quote People asked about the previous 5e adaptations in the showcase, and Free League clarified that this is a distinct 5e adaptation of their own One Ring system. It should not be so, it's, it's also adapting the same game. Wow. So, it's adapting, it's re adapting Lord of the Rings for fifth edition. Out of hand, huh. out of hand, stop it. Unnecessary. Too much. Team too like, much. Like team too much. Like five e look, look. I I'm I love that D is so popular and people want to get into the hobby. And that's awesome. And play D D, do all this cool stuff. But like there's not everything has to have a D specific component. I think what kind of happens is that like D D has become Kleenex and jello You know what I mean? Like Yes, meaning like if someone thinks of a tabletop role playing game, Dungeons and Dragons, they mean tabletop role playing game, but they'll just say Dungeons and Dragons and that mm-hmm. has sort of permeated into like, well, that's what people want people want Dungeons and Dragons, so we'll give them Dungeons and Dragons. Um, So if you want something to play and you're and you're new to the hobby, come talk to me, come talk to any of my employees, we or really a bunch of the other bedrocks. Go Talk to Squiggy at, at Westheimer, he's really into this stuff. We can help you find some other stuff if you want to branch out. Um, but anyway, I'm very annoyed about this, and uh, it's yeah. happening, it, it, yeah. I mean, it's been happening for a long time on the homebrew scene. Like, I'm just waiting for Star Wars 5e, like, I know it's gonna happen. <laughs> um, anyway, um, all I have left is some horror news. So, first things first. We have some news on The Exorcist. Well, not quite, not really news, I guess, but uh, Jason Blum was talking um, with somebody, Variety, talking with Variety. Um, he says, quote, we're getting ready to make it. Um, quote, hopefully we will do the same thing with The Exorcist that we did with Halloween. Make it in a way that's fresh and worth revisiting and feels different enough so that people are happy that we did it. David <laughs> Gordon Green is very good at respecting intellectual property that already exists and putting a new spin on it. So it's, that's already like shooting for the stars with... Of course he's gonna say that I know but like I mean that's a lofty goal Like Blumhouse is Blumhouse And we love the Blumhouse But Halloween 2018 Was a fluke at being that good Like I mean we'll see when ends comes out But like Kills was bad You know like Yeah he's basically just saying I hope it makes Hundreds of millions of dollars like Halloween did Right Like, Yeah Yeah, Yeah yeah it would be I mean I'm going to see this movie day one I'm very excited I do love The Exorcist it's one of my favorite uh, Films um, I just I, I don't know man like I I, I mean of course yeah, you're right he does Have to say that but that's just that's a big uh, It's a big Goal to have at least there.
1: they're trying It sounds like you know
0: Do you like the franchise Dylan
1: Not Other than the movie the first one
0: Okay have you seen two or three I and I No, but I watched that show. Okay. Uh the first season of the show is good and then it gets bad. Right. Um, I didn't watch the second season. Yeah. Um Exorcist 2 is abysmal, but Exorcist 3 is fantastic. Exorcist 3 is very, very good. I'm a big Um, fan of the first one, but
1: yeah. I've never thought to watch the other two. I don't know.
0: I mean, yeah, it's it's really tough because Exorcist is one of the only two horror films that have won best picture so you know that's kind of tough i guess anyway i guess we'll it's, n- it's more... my
1: first horror movie so i have a, a, a oh is it really? a place in my heart yes yeah. nice. it's the uh, first movie i remember being scared by
0: nice D- w- w- what what Nightmares. in particular
1: um when she crawled down the stairs oh the uh, spider walk yeah that literally traumatized me <laughs> vomiting blah, blah, blah. yeah <laughs> I
0: love that now it's so silly like i know it's like, as a I, child it literally kept same up. i because i remember when they released that uh so that spider walk scene was not in theaters that was on the quote-unquote oh, version really? you, yeah it was in the version you've never seen which was released on dvd in the 90s late 90s early 2000s i don't know i'm huh. time times i don't know um, but anyway, so that was like a restored scene that they put back in, and it looked I, I was also scared by it, Dylan. uh, and then I, as an adult, I'm like this is the silliest thing. like there's way more scary stuff in that movie than that, right? Why is that like, the thing that that got me? I don't know. No, I'm with you on that, but uh, as a kid, I was ter- that was terrifying as an adult, it's the it's all the medical stuff like watching her get the spinal tap is just really like, oh my God, this is horrible. Yeah. Um, another bit of a uh, legacy horror franchise news here. Um, so I've we've talked about this uh several times in the past year or so. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth has been wrapped up in legal troubles for a very long time. Um, and but finally, Sean uh, Sean Cunningham got his basic rights or got the got his rights back to the movie. Um, and um, Roy Lee, the producer of, it and. Blair Witch and The Ring and Poltergeist 2015 um, was talking with Bloody Disgusting, talking about Friday the 13th and upcoming movie plans. And he says, quote, that one one is something I would love to talk about. You may be hearing something by year's end on that front. So it would appear that we're going to get an announcement about a new Friday the 13th film, which I would also assume is probably, with the amount of legal issues that they've had The the research is done. I would imagine like they've got they've got to have it prepped and ready to go. Like at least script wise. Okay, Um, that's what I would assume. Um, So we haven't had a Friday the Thirteenth movie since boy thirteen years ago. It looks like. Um, So dang that long. It's been a long time, which honestly is for the best because those movies have were pretty pretty (laughs) bad by the end. There's money
1: sitting on the table.
0: I I know, like, because they're all arguing about, like, who owns what. Like, but, um, anyway, are are you a fan of that franchise, Dylan? Friday the 13th? Not really. Nah, very casual. I like, right. Um, I've seen them all, of course, and I, I like some of them and I like them all for their camp value. Like, um, but I, I think we could get a pretty good, um, you know revival here like i think enough time has passed we can just abandon anything and just start fresh and just do a new jason movie and just
1: i wonder if they hope to replicate the halloween success
0: i'm I, I would <laughs> imagine everybody would and then i wonder like with nightmare like if they would if they would then bring nightmare back you know um that's a whole other thing um and there's definitely some legal stuff going on with nightmare on elm street uh, right now. I don't know what it is. I, I almost had this article on my news thing, but it wasn't good enough to put on there. But um Fred the 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 the, the Freddie Krueger TV show called Freddie's nightmares is currently on Screenbox. Um but I didn't know that was a thing. It's fantastic, Dylan. Um it's, in a bad it is, way or actually uh, um both. So it's like do you know if I say it's like Alfred Hitchcock presents, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, so right. So for those that don't, it is hosted. The sh- Freddie is not in the show. Freddie hosts the show like Elvira or Alfred Hitchcock. And it's Freddie, you know, riding a bike, talking to you about like this scary story you're about to see or whatever. <laughs> That's and cool. it's great. And, and the acting is pretty poor. Uh, it's a 90s show and it had no money. But anyway, uh, the point of it is that like it's leaving Screenbox because of a contract thing. Um, in a week, so that says to me. After reading this, like maybe there's something brewing with you know we got Exorcist coming back, we got Friday Thirteenth coming back. Maybe, maybe we get a new nightmare. And I and I'm gonna say it. Don't cast Robert England. Just just move on. He's too old. Oh. We just start over. Just get a new one. We don't need him. I lo- I love Robert England. I love that Freddie. But like, we'll us be done. Let's just controversy. Let's just have it. Yeah, controversial opinion here. Okay, my last news here is related to the review we're about to do. Prey has dominated Hulu, Dylan, um, with a num- with its number one premiere to date, including all film and TV debuts. Um, nice, which is pretty crazy, honestly. Um, where is the quote about like how well it did? Um, I don't know, but yeah, so. It, uh, so we learned today that 20th Century Studios um, Highly acclaimed action thriller Prey Is the number one premiere to date on Hulu Including all film and TV series Additionally Prey is the number one most watched film premiere On Star Plus in Latin America And Disney Plus under the Star Banner In under, in other ter- in all other territories Like Based on hours watched in the first Three days of its release like, That's crazy It's
1: nice to see good things happening to a good movie
0: Right so What's Although I'm sure the
1: bar was low because I can't name another Hulu movie launch, but...
0: You know what? It got me to load up Hulu. True. Same. Yeah. T- talk about one of my languishing subscriptions. I I think my my parents use Hulu a lot uh, at their house, and I turn it on boy. I turn it on occasionally, and then just browse around and go, what am I doing? I, I don't need to watch anything on Hulu.
1: I'm but, glad that this movie is like me too. Performing so well versus that. There's like some Chris Pratt Amazon movie that came out this week too. And I don't know if you saw it on Instagram, but I did it like, it, yeah, yeah. he's blaming woke critics. He's I, like, I, I we that. didn't make it for the woke critics, but
0: oh, I don't Lord. even know what that
1: movie is called, but I'm glad that this is the one that prevailed. That's what I'm saying.
0: Are we the woke cr- critics still? I mean,
1: I guess so. I guess
0: oh, if you're no. not awful, I'm sorry to this man um but I anyway find that word so i don't know <laughs> um well so i'm yes i am happy to see that prey is doing so well i've only heard people just rave about this movie um and talk and say really good things about it um which we will be talking about very shortly um i wonder what this means though would they if they make another one do they go straight to hulu again or do they try to go theatrical you know it's interesting like does do do they is is does is hulu like the landing pad it's like oh look how great we did on hulu let's do that again we can get all this money from hulu to put our movie there or is it we did so great on hulu let's take it a step up and go theatrical go big imax money after the abysmal last predator movie i think it's the latter yeah
1: because i think they did the hulu thing because the last one the 2018
0: the predator is is that what it's called the predator yeah was that was the one with keegan michael key in it yeah boy that movie was bad that one bombed so bad um that i think they're like
1: tail between their legs went to streaming and now they're like um i think probably riding high and they're like let's do i think i assume right now they're like man i wish we
0: had put this in theaters
1: <laughs> give, <laughs> it, a l- l- it, give it
0: a little bit give it a little bit more money yeah. I
1: know you decide that before you make it often, so I'm sure they right. couldn't have been like, oh man, this is so good, let's actually put it in theater, so right. But well, next one.
0: Before we talk too much about Prey let's hear about all of our tabletop events Now it's time to give you the rundown on all of the awesome upcoming tabletop events for the month of July. All exact dates and formats can be found on our Discord server Kicking it off with Keyforge. We run two events a month at our Clear Lake location from 7 p.m. till around 9. Keyforge is the perfect game for casual and hardcore card game players. We also love our role playing games. Once a month at our Clear Lake store, we host an in store one shot RPG for players of all skill levels. Players don't need to bring anything. All play materials, dice, pencils, and character sheets will be provided. There is no entry fee, however, we do ask that you make a purchase of any size from the gaming department on the day of the event. Seats are very limited, and sign-ups are only open for about three weeks before the event. And of course, I can't forget about Paint Club. Every month we get together and paint some tabletop RPG miniatures. These events are for painters of all skill levels, including none. These events occur at Arcady and Clear Lake locations. We'll see you at the game tables. And we are back and we are going to talk about Prey, the new film on Hulu that we were just talking about. Did so well on Hulu. Uh, Super exciting. Mm -hmm. Very happy for it. Uh, Spoilers. We enjoyed it. Um, Also, spoilers for Predator. I'm sorry. Spoiler for Prey. um, And I guess other Predator movies. Yeah, Predator. Yeah, whatever. Spoilers for all these movies. So if if you haven't seen it yet and you care about that, uh, turn it off now and you have been warned. Okay, so pray we've been talking about this movie for a while. Um I feel like we we've had like a a slowly declining relationship with this movie, right? Like um I think when we got the first poster or announcement, I think like it started out like hey, you know what? That sounds neat. Um and then I didn't like the poster and then the little teaser came out and I thought it looked lame. And I was like, yeah, I don't really like Predator anyway, so I don't know about this. And then, I don't know. That's how I feel about it. Like, I was not really looking forward to watching Predator. Or Prey, excuse hmm. me. I'm going to keep calling it Predator accidentally. I'm sorry. Um, well, that's what they get for changing yeah. the name. <laughs> right. Um, what, what, what was your relationship with this movie like before seeing it? And, of course, before reviews came out. Because reviews came out like, oh, it's good. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I... I don't think it declined as much
1: for me. Um, okay. I remember being excited with you when it was announced, and then um, the trailers, I don't think, showed too much. It was a little bit like restrained, so it didn't really make me more excited, but it didn't make me less excited. But Okay. I yeah.
0: just remember that I don't really like this franchise. Uh, um, I mean, there's only four movies oh, in the franchise. Well, five now. Um, I don't even love the first one um i i like it fine i like it fine um I, I will okay there's seven if you count the two aliens versus predator movies um but i mean two is bad predators is okay i mean i know everybody likes one so i'm just gonna leave one alone one's fine um it's the it sets the sets the bar for what the franchise is supposed to be it's fun i'll give it that um yeah two is terrible uh three is not great uh, that one's just called. That one's called Predators. Then the the Predator, it, we already said earlier, is abysmal. And then there was AVP, which is a lot of fun, and AVP Requiem, which is awful. Um, okay. So, I've seen all of these, so I'm pretty informed, I guess. Uh, I just am not a big fan of the franchise. Honestly, I think my favorite Predator thing is the the video game. I forget what it's called. Okay. Uh, might have been Concrete Jungle. I think so. I don't remember. Anyway, I really loved the Predator video game on original Xbox. I thought it was really fun. But that that was my most interactive with Predator franchise. But anyway, um, let's talk about Prey. So uh, it's a prequel. It is about um, the Predator coming uh, to this Comanche territory and doing Predator things. Basically. Essentially. I mean, that that that's the plot of all predator things. It's predator shows up somewhere and does predator stuff, which is if you don't know, find the toughest bad find the most worthy opponent and kill them is the goal for a predator. Mm-hmm. Like in this one, he he sees a wolf and starts to fight the wolf. Is like, oh, this predator's not gonna have no problem fighting a wolf. Kills it no problem. Um and then progresses on and on and on. Um but I think really. The standout for this is April Mid Thunder, the the star. I forget her character name because I I I listened to the internet and Naru I, Naru. I listened to the internet and I watched it in Comanche, which it is the first ever um, film to be released in Comanche, which is which is exciting. Um, so I I didn't I didn't hear any of the names pronounced really. Um, so I don't pronunciation is right. not going to be there for me. Um. But I thought she was fantastic as Naru in this movie. She was. Yeah. I really like her in other things too. I mean, she stole the show. I
1: think she carried it just by being so charismatic, you know. Yeah. Um
0: I I her story her.
1: was the most... you probably know her from Legion. Oh, yeah, okay. She is like the like the lady with the sword. She didn't she barely talked in that show, but she was really like a scene stealer in Legion. And then right. um She's in a couple other shows I've seen, but this is her first like big movie role that I've seen her in, but I was, okay. I don't want to say I was surprised, but I was very happy with like what we got. Me too. It was great. I hope we get more of her and
0: other things. Me too. Um, what did you think about the, um, predator design Dylan? I know people are mad about that cause he looks different. Um, but they
1: always look different. And I I, like I said, I'm not a predator like fan and certainly not a predator purist. Um, the only other movie that i i've seen all of them except avp2 and the only um one that i enjoyed i guess was the first one i've, sure. I've never really enjoyed another predator the first um, predator movie or the first avp the first predator movie okay i i don't remember avp i'm sure i'd probably like it more now but um as like you know when i first saw it i was like eh, whatever um, right. but it's a,
0: it's a movie to see with your friends at a theater and then forget about promptly yeah. But um I mean I had fun with it, but
1: Yeah, but this is definitely my favorite uh Predator movie now. I like yeah. it more than the first one even. Me too. I don't know if that's controversial, but um whatever.
0: I bet you it is controversial, but I agree with you. I think this is the this is the best Predator film. Um and with the Predator design, I have no problem with it. Predator has always had you know evolutions and updates and whatever. Now this is a prequel, so why does he have gear here he doesn't have in the future, whatever. That's yeah. every prequel the in the face in The face was kind of different, but it wasn't that divergent, was it? No, not really. Um and plus, you know, he's in a different I, I Predators from I I don't know much about the deep lore of the Predators, but I know they have it it's out there in the novels and the old comics and whatever. Um but I know they have different gear for different places and climates and whatever so wherever they go. So it makes sense that he's gonna have some different stuff. So that's fine with me. Um, I'll tell you <laughs> I when when Predator fought the bear, <laughs> that was so gross. Like I don't know, there was so a, a lot well actually a lot of this movie was really gross. Like there was a lot of yeah, big gore in this movie, which was kind of surprising for me. Um being that it was on Hulu, I don't know. I didn't expect I don't know why. I didn't expect it to be as violent um as it was. But right. I'm I'm pleased with that with the level of violence. Like, oh my god, this is very brutal. Yeah, um, I think when
1: you scale it back, it might not be more brutal than other predator movies, but like, with how sparse everything, everything else is. It, yeah, but when you scale it back and make it more like intimate, it just like hits harder. Like I'm sure the last one was more gory. Everyone was blowing up and stuff,
0: you know. And the yeah, like, that's true. But it's like but you don't care don't about know. that at all. It's just like, it exactly. becomes comedy gore. It's like, um, army of darkness or something. It's like, and not, not that there's anything wrong with army of darkness, obviously, but like there's a lot wrong with the predator. Um, but when your gore doesn't mean anything, it's just, I don't know. I Whatever. don't care. Yeah. Right. Like I no. think that's the reason why I think saw one worked a lot better than like saw three and onward, you know, like, like mm-hmm. the gore of that movie held a lot of weight, you know, like, uh, you, I, well, at least at the time it did i haven't watched it in a very long time um it hit a lot harder than like oh no they're dropping the the pigs from this <laughs> the pig shoot and they're gro- getting grounded up and he's gonna drown in the pig guts like that's, that's gross i don't care yeah also i don't care about this guy like whatever like <laughs> lame yeah um but this you care about the main character you care about her trying to you care about her issues that she's having and trying to prove herself as a member of the tribe and become a valuable hunter, et cetera, et cetera. She keeps failing. I, this movie is awesome. Yeah. It was super compelling.
1: Um, and speaking of gore, did you, I don't know if you do this, but whenever I watch like an action movie or a horror movie, um, I definitely did the, does the dog die? Uh, as oh the my movie God. Started. I literally did not. like when it, it got I did its- not. It got its tail trapped in that thing, and I was like, "I'm looking this up, just because I want to. I want to be prepared for it if it's going to happen." You know, trying to get John Wicked. Yeah. Um. So I looked it up, and I was like, "Okay, good. I can, I yeah, can relax I d- now."
0: I forgot that that was a thing I could do. Um. Because as I watching so you were it, on the edge of your seat. Huh? I was like, "They better not. This dog is so cute. They better not kill this so dog." So helpful. The best. The best dog. I know, yeah. right? Like, and 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 there was a lot of animal death in the movie right um which was pretty gross and i don't love that but i mean it's fine it is what it is it's 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 the matter. at least
1: it was a big dumb cgi bear
0: you know right yeah that's true but man that bear got toe up it was yeah. uh, honestly it was pretty cool like <laughs> oh man predator just killed a bear <laughs> like
1: yeah it was cool how you could see the see him with all the blood that was really cool man
0: uh the they whatever whatever their minimized budget here, they they maximized it for for bits of it to make the predator look really freaking cool, uh. Because predator looked awesome, and um, he was used sparingly, like he
1: wasn't right. In he was barely in a the movie. ton of scenes. So I'm like, don't give them more money. Like they don't they don't know what to do with it. So just <laughs> right, you know, just like let them think of creative ways around that. But That's, I think that could probably be attributed to the director, but Dan Trachtenberg. Dan, yeah which i i knew him from 10 cloverfield lane that's all i know I, him from I, I love that movie and i looked it up and he's literally only done that in this he's never done any other movie he did the boys premiere series oh. premiere and a couple other tv things but these are his only two movies and that was in 2016 so i'm that's like so why weird. is he not getting more work I well hope that's now by, he will i hope that's by his choosing and not because 10 Cloverfield lane was fantastic and oh ten, now that, that movie was incredible
0: yeah So um, he's got two he's Batten a thousand at this point like
1: yeah for sure i hope he gets like whatever he wants next because me too he does such a good job of making like an intimate high stakes high stakes and intimate at the same time I, which i, I guess really this, like
0: this does share a lot of energy with 10 Cloverfield lane doesn't it right yeah um man i and back to the dog i was really just like freaking out for that dog the whole time like he's he's being captured by the french people and yes I'm like, oh man!
1: Like distracting the predator and stuff like that. And I was like, can you just
0: send your dog away and you handle it? Like, right? Come on, (laughs) Naru, get it together. Yeah. Um. But I I think it's okay. So what didn't work about this movie? Um, not much. I mean, some like some of the CGI did look cheap. Um, Agreed. But it is. It was. A couple of the animals, like the wolf and the bear. The wolf and the bear look looked pretty cheap. Um yeah. and the ship in the beginning looked pretty cheap. But the ship only had to be there for like yeah. 30 seconds. Um and I th- I honestly I think the ship looked really bad. Um but I I can't really think of much else that's like wrong with it other than like it. it is you know a, a very like obvious story. Like there's not like a lot of surprise. Um if yeah, that's what you're it is for. predictable. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is quite predictable. But I mean, I, but that being said, I immensely enjoyed this movie and I would like to watch it again. Yeah. I'm definitely going to do the dub next because it's, it's really interesting. Um, It felt a lot like a video game. Um, I don't know why. It just felt like, I don't know if the voice actors who did the Comanche dub are any of them are the same actors. Like, I don't know if April mid, I think they are. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, that's nice.
1: Um, um, I, I don't know. I opted for the uh, regular version English? or the the standard one because it it wasn't both. Um, but I had a question for you about that because okay, I know people were having trouble with the subtitles for the Comanche one, like. At one point they only had the descriptive ones where it was like describing everything that was happening and No, I didn't have you that problem. Ha- you at all. didn't have that problem. I guess they fixed it. Um
0: the only issue I had, which I guess is probably on purpose, it's when the French people are talking, the subtitles are in French. I Okay. That's what I was gonna ask you about. Um so I, I assume that's because I'm supposed to be disoriented as the viewer and not know what they're saying. If I unless I speak French.
1: Okay, well if that's the case, and that's my one complaint with the movie, is that like I okay, so I just watched a movie that did a bunch of this. It was um it was a horror movie. I can't remember what it was called, but it was one of the top horror movies of this year. She moves to uh like Switzerland and you it most of the movie like you can't understand anything and, and you're supposed to be immersed and also not understand like she doesn't, and that was done uh-huh. really well. But this one there were literally scenes where like French people were just talking with each other and she wasn't even there like naru wasn't present and i was like are my subtitles not accurate like am i supposed to be
0: understanding this it was like right i don't
1: know it okay some of it was weird it wasn't immersive
0: to me yeah i i get you in that i get you with that because like hostel did that too the first hostel film um and again i don't i i, have, I haven't seen hostel in like 15 years but um i as i recall it was only when they were talking in front of one of the captives or yeah, whatever. Like, yeah. That makes sense, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to know what they're saying. And I get that as a filmmaking tactic, but here with the French people, that did seem kind of weird. Yeah. Um, I thought I was having subtitle issues. I, I didn't, I couldn't tell if it was that like, because of the Comanche dub, maybe there was something weird with subtitles, but I guess on your end too. Okay. So then that's just the, that's just a design choice with the movie, I guess Um, to not know what the French people are saying. Um, if I if I was watching this with Lori, she speaks French. So I could have just said, hey, translate this for me really quick. But
1: ultimately, but then it probably you wasn't be that important. Right. But then yeah. I wouldn't be
0: immersed. But ultimately, like I said, it's probably not that important what, what their dialogue was. Um, I assume anyway. Um, but I will say that the Comanche dub was good. I I haven't seen it in English, so I don't know. I can't say if it's better or worse, but um I think it was very it felt very authentic it felt very um legit That's um good. it it gelled with the movie it didn't feel distracting it wasn't it wasn't like watching a movie where there are american people speaking with a spanish dub on top even right. though the lips don't didn't match a lot of the times um it still fit with the movie whereas if you're just watching a foreign language dub of a movie like if you're watching parasite in english or something yeah this doesn't make any sense. Why am I watching this? I've you tried know? I've tried the dubs when
1: the voice don't voices don't match the lips, it bothers me. I tried one that was similar to this, but like the reverse it was a Swedish show on Netflix, and they um the actors the Swedish actors did the English dub.
0: oh, um, so I tried that, and I was like, no, I'll watch it in Swedish. <laughs> so so then that that makes me think I have a movie recommendation for you Dylan that would be your ultimate hell there's a movie called Zombie 2 by Lucio Fulci it's an Italian obviously he's an Italian zombie or Italian giallo guy Uh, he did uh, this zombie movie and he had this multinational European cast and each actor spoke their own native language and they just dubbed it for whatever country it got released in so none of it matches anywhere none of it I don't like that not even the Italian like it doesn't match. Like the German guy speaking German, the French lady speaking French, the French, the Italian lady speaking Italian. It's, it's wild. It's an interesting, interesting time. Um, I know
1: it would have been very demanding on the actors, but it would have been cool if they had like, done two takes and filmed, in Comanche as well. Well, that would have been cool. But
0: that that probably would require a lot more money too, because like I yeah. I assume mm-hmm. that, Comanche sounds very phonetic from I, I i know nothing about this language so if i'm speaking out of turn please i am sorry it sounds very phonetic like you could just read it and say it um as opposed to something um uh more complex uh with a lot of um it sounds very like rudimentary um like you know uh like 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 japanese is phonetic like if you write japanese out you could you can say it i don't know what i'm saying but i could i could i could read it right right mm-hmm. um and that's what it sounded like here. It's not like weird pronunciations. Like if you're trying to read French out and like, I don't, know, yeah. you know, I can't pronounce half of this crap. Um, but, but then
1: you risk having a weird performance with like the emphasis on weird words and you know, like, right. It's more, it's harder to get it right on right. set in the, in the moment. Because, than do dub. because
0: I assume none of them speak Comanche. Um, or at least none of the main performers. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe I have no idea. Um, but anyway, let's rate this movie. Dylan. Um, so if you're unfamiliar we rate films on the letterboxed scale which is 1 to 5 with half stars in between i guess from from 0.5 to 5 technically um i will go first i gave it a 4 i also gave it a 4 excellent i i i mean i really like i can't imagine ever giving a predator movie a 5 like it and, but this could is about, you never know it could but this is about as good as i think a, this is the best predator movie i've ever seen um i would absolutely watch it again and i want to watch it again would Um, you
1: recommend it to predator fans
0: absolutely um the predator fans that i know really liked it um okay that's what i was worried about but that's good to hear i mean okay i talked to two predator fans that liked it so that that being said um i would recommend
1: it to people who like the like small Human survival movies like a ready or Not or you know, like that kind right. of thing Ten Club like, of I Field think, Lane. yeah, I love those types of movies. So if you like those and you don't like Predator, you could still really
0: get something out of this, I think I, I think as long as you're cool with gore and violence, you, you can you can enjoy this movie. I think pretty much anybody can have a good time with it. agreed. Um but anyway, that's gonna do it for us this week. Thank you all so much for downloading us. Bye everyone. This is Dylan, and I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. Thanks for sticking around for the mid-credits. We can tell you've been trained well. If you want to help us out, please go over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It'll really help new people find the show, and it will help us to get Rotten Tomatoes verified so we can start affecting those rankings. Then, check out our socials. we BRC Uncanny on Twitter, Uncanny Universe on Facebook and Instagram. We'll see you online.